0: today on CityCast Pittsburgh. For decades now, Pittsburghers have been told we have the most bridges of any city in the world. And it makes sense. They dot our landscape by the hundreds. But it turns out the specific point of pride isn't true. And like, it's not even close. We're with historian and author Mark Hauser. (laughs) It's Tuesday, August 16th. I'm Megan Harris, and this is CityCast Pittsburgh. Fern Hollow Bridge collapse back in January was a doozy, uh, but luckily no one was seriously hurt. Um, But of course, that wasn't our first major transportation calamity. Uh, Mark, I'm wondering if you can tell us about, at least as far as we know of, the first major failure of a bridge in Pittsburgh.
1: Absolutely. Megan, our first big bridge failure... Actually, really wasn't the bridge's fault. (laughs) Uh, Pittsburgh's first river bridge was a wooden bridge across the Monongahela River, and in the Great Fire of 1845, which burned down half the city, it also burned the bridge. So all that was left was the stone piling sticking up out of the river. But that failure was also a big moment for Pittsburgh to become the city of bridges, because the guy that they hired to replace it was a German engineer and inventor who was living here, and his name was John Roebling.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know that name. You can still see a sign about his accolades at the south side end of the Smithfield Street Bridge. He's the guy that designed the Brooklyn Bridge.
1: That's the guy. And uh, he designed the Brooklyn Bridge after figuring out how to make cable suspension bridges right here in Pittsburgh. So uh, Roebling made an aqueduct for the Pennsylvania Canal across the Allegheny River. And that was one of the very first cable suspension bridges in 1845. And since he had just done that bridge in 1845, when the other bridge burned down, they hired Roebling to do another suspension bridge across the Mon, and he put it up on the the stone pilings that were still sticking up out of the river after that fire. And he built another suspension bridge later across the Allegheny River here. And uh, by doing those jobs, he became famous and respected as a pioneering bridge engineer, and that's how he got the Brooklyn Bridge job.
0: Very cool. Um, And of course, that's all the mid-19th century. Uh, The Smithfield Street Bridge that's standing now, that's a replacement of the bridge that he did. I don't think there's anything left of his work in the city, is there?
1: No, actually, there's not just plaques. Um, All of his bridges turned out to be structurally, in Pittsburgh, turned out to be uh, structurally unable to carry the increased loads when people started having streetcars and trolleys go across them. Right. But I mean, they were... Really important prototypes, they proved a point. So he was able to build bridges like one across the river in Cincinnati, the Ohio River, and also uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, of course, which uh, is based on the same principles that he figured out here in Pittsburgh.
0: So, what was the worst bridge disaster we've ever had, at least in terms of lives lost?
1: Right. Uh, that would be in 1903, the Wabash Railroad Bridge that was over the Monongahela. During construction, it collapsed and 10 workers were killed. Oh, wow. Um, That's not the only bridge collapse we've had that happened during construction. Sort of on the other end of the lifespan of a bridge span was the old Brady Street Bridge in 1978. It was being demolished. It had been replaced by a bigger bridge, the Birmingham Bridge that goes over the Mon. Mm -hmm. And one of the iron workers cutting the girders got his leg pinned by one. And they realized that if they tried to lift that girder to free his leg, uh, the whole thing would fall down. So they had to actually get a surgeon up on the girder next to him to amputate his leg.
0: Wow. Okay. In the middle of
1: a rainstorm, by the way. But the man survived. So we've been pretty lucky that most of our bridge failures didn't lead to a loss of life.
0: Wow. I wouldn't say that that one guy was lucky.
1: (laughs) No, right?
0: Um, I saw your TEDx talk where you focus on bridges and bridge disasters, not just here in Pittsburgh, but all over the world. We'll put a link to that in our show notes. Um, But I'm curious, what launched your interest in all this? You know, bridges just generally.
1: Well, I I used to be a newspaper reporter at the trip. And uh, in 2005, there was a bridge disaster in the area. A big chunk of concrete fell off an overpass uh, down in Washington County onto Interstate 70. And this is another lucky moment. No one was killed by it. A mom crashed her minivan into it. And one of the kids in the car got a broken leg. But anyway, I covered this story. And so that's where I learned how to use the federal database of bridge inspections. And that's the place where people get all the numbers of how many bridges are in bad shape and how many bridges there are in a place.
0: Yeah, that's called the National Bridge Inventory. I think all of us got kind of used to seeing reporting about that um, from back in January and February. Um, but have I guess from your perspective, how does it work? Like, how do you parse the information that you get from it?
1: Well, it first of all, it is not easy to work with. It's huge. Uh, it has a record for Uh, every, not only every route over a bridge, but everything that goes under a bridge too. And I think it winds up being some like 700,000 records. So any computer is really smoking by the time (laughs) it's using it. And there's about 100 columns of information for every single record. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, it's tricky to dig through and you have to learn all the codes, but but eventually, you know, I did, and so you can find any bridge, you can find the Fern Hollow that collapsed there and see that it had poor ratings, so it had for many years. Right. But it's funny, because the most interesting thing that I learned was not about inspections or safety. Um, since this is the definitive government count of every road bridge in a country, I decided to see if Pittsburgh's favorite boast that we have more bridges than any city in the world was true. And to my surprise and disappointment, I found out that's just simply false.
0: <laughs> I know you love to dispel that myth. Um, and of course, President Joe Biden repeated it when he was here back in February.
1: I was born and
0: raised the first part of my life in Pennsylvania, and I've been to Pittsburgh a lot. But all these years, I never knew. I never knew Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania had more bridges than any other city in the world. Yo! Yo!
1: Yo. Yet again. I've been trying to shoot this rumor down for years, and I don't know if I'm ever (laughs) going to succeed. Now the president is saying
0: it. How did that rumor get started anyway?
1: You know, we've been saying that in Pittsburgh for more than a century. The the oldest one I could find was uh, an 1899 press almanac of facts and and compendium of interesting information. And it says there that uh, Pittsburgh has... Combined with Allegheny County has more bridges than any community in the United States. But as soon as we said that, that became like a little news item that other newspapers were carrying. But oh. it isn't true. I don't know that it was true at the time, uh, but the, we've been saying it for for long before any of us were around.
0: Are we close, at least? Like, top of the list?
1: Uh, no, not even close. Wait, really? No. No. Uh, According to the database, anyway, can you guess what city has the most bridges?
0: Oh, you put me on the spot. Um, I feel like every time there's a list like this, it has to do with population and land. So I'm going to say either Pennsylvania, California, or Texas. Are we getting close?
1: Ooh, good. Yeah. Uh, the city with the most bridges, according to this database, the National Bridge Inventory, is... Drumroll, please. Houston. Oh, really? Houston, Texas has more than 2,300... Huh. Yeah, more than 2,300... Uh, uh, plenty of cities have more road bridges than Pittsburgh, too, in this database. not just
0: oh, man. New
1: York, Los Angeles, not even the big ones. Boston, Baltimore, Miami, even Cleveland.
0: No, not Cleveland.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> True. Uh, now, to be fair, the federal database just counts public road bridges and overpasses and elevated roadways and so forth. It doesn't count railroad bridges or pedestrian bridges. So. The government total says we have 297 bridges, well, 296 now, versus Cleveland has 318.
0: Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You wanna come dress to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured, every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org.
1: Now, the number you usually hear about Pittsburgh is 446 bridges. And that's just a combination of the Federal Road Bridge Database bridges, plus other counts like railroads and pedestrian bridges. This all comes from a wonderful book called The Bridges of Pittsburgh. But even if you use that 446, Philadelphia has almost 600 road bridges.
0: And I've heard you say that New York has quite a bit more too, right? Like something like double? Right.
1: I mean, New York, uh, in their state, you know, highway records, they say they have more than 800. In this database, they have even more than that. I don't know how they're counting differently. The database shows a lot more. I think it's on 1,400.
0: Wow so we don't have the most bridges are <laughs> there any best or worst or first or most accolades that we can claim
1: we, we're kind of in the running for the most bad bridges <laughs> no
0: um, <laughs> I don't like that the one
1: database uh, that federal bridge inventory says that Allegheny County has 123 bridges rated in poor condition well I guess now 122 now Cook County Illinois which is where Chicago is has 240 so they they have the number one spot. But we're actually fifth place on that list, Ugh. along with uh, the county where Detroit is, and the county the county in Iowa, and uh, Bucks County out in eastern PA. Um, Iowa actually is the only state that has more bad bridges than Pennsylvania. They have 4,500 in there that are in poor condition. We have 3,200 in, in Pennsylvania.
0: <laughs> this is so depressing. Um, so I guess as you take kind of a bird's eye view of all this, what do you think Pittsburgh should take away from collapses like Fern Hollow and the stuff that came before it? You know, I mean if a bridge falls down, can we still call ourselves the city of bridges? Is that fair? Well,
1: of course. I mean, if, if you're going to have bridges, some of them are going to fail. That's just the sad but true history of bridges. So we want to try to prevent that from happening. But of course, we're the we're the city of bridges. We're the center of innovation for bridges. We're People like John Roebling and Gustav Lindenthal figured out principles that they then applied in other places. I mean, just look at us. Go up on top of Mount Washington. Look at the point. No other city has that special postcard view. She is pretty. That whole ensemble. And and we've got some of the most attractive bridges. We we deliberately built bridges that looked nice uh, in the early days, much to the credit of the people in charge, so that you would appreciate that view. I mean, I think of it like this. People say Paris is the city of light. We just accept that. We don't don't say, hey, we're gonna need to see a count of how many light bulbs you guys have. (laughs) Well, we're the city of bridges. It's a question of quality, not quantity. We'll always be the city of bridges because we had some of the first and we still have some of the best.
0: Although we have a few in need of a little love right now.
1: That's true.
0: Mark, thank you so much.
1: Oh, it's been my pleasure, Megan. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast.
0: Some more news before you go. A 20-year-old program at the Allegheny County Jail has finally resumed. Inmates without high school diplomas have been able to pursue their GED there for ages and studying continued during the pandemic, but testing was delayed. Officials say five people incarcerated there have now taken and passed their exams. More than 3,000 people in Allegheny County have volunteered to work at polling places this November, and they're still recruiting. Officials told WESA it might be a record for this far out from a midterm election. We have roughly 1,300 polling places total in the county, and poll workers typically put in a 15-hour day. And yes, you get paid. And a little bridge update. The last of those 100-ton beams needed to rebuild the Fern Hollow Bridge are getting tucked into place this week. I think it's safe to say that's very good news for anyone who travels along South Braddock Avenue. That's all for us today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you're liking the show, let us know. You can get in touch by calling or texting our team at 412-212-8893. And don't forget, we're also hiring. Our team needs an audio wonder to help out between the beginning of October and the end of January. If you think that's you, please check out citycast.fm slash jobs. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. So we'll talk to you all soon.
1: I feel like this is where we're going to tighten it up.